Advice. Everyone seeks it. Everyone likes to give it. and Some even reject it. Hi, I'm Kathy, the woman behind Oma's Musings. I've always been that person who seemingly has counselor written on the back of her shirt. My husband always tells me how people just come up to me and spill their guts. So listen in on some of my musings, all the thoughts that roll around in my head, mostly while I'm on a walk. Remember, you can take what you need and leave the rest. Be blessed. So continuing on with going over my blogs that I came across, I found this one. I published it on December 3rd, 2014, and I titled it Feeling Blessed Even When Things Aren't Going Your Way. So listen in. Here it is. Recently, I saw all the things that people are thankful for. Well, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. I saw Facebook posts from people feeling blessed because they had a good vacation, they got to spend time with family, they have good health, they have a good job, they have nice things. That's wonderful. However, how about feeling blessed when things don't go your way? This past year was a rough one for me. My dad went to heaven in February. The weeks before he died were difficult. I had to be the one to tell him that there wasn't anything that could be done for him anymore. I had to be the one that said, yes, dad, you are dying. Shaking my head here as I write this, I can't believe I had the strength to do that. It was God's strength in me, not from anything I mustered up, that's for sure. I feel blessed, however, because I was there when my mom asked my dad, where are you going to go when you die, Herb? And with confidence pointed up towards heaven, I will join him there. I miss him but I will see daddy again. A few months after my dad died, my mom's health just seemed to deteriorate very quickly. All along, little did we know she had a tumor growing on her spine. Did I learn quickly what value there is to her spine? That nasty tumor was pressing up against her nerves and took away the feeling in her legs. Very quickly, her life was spun around even more since dad died and she wound up in the hospital and learned she had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. To make a very long story short, there was a good outcome in the end, but a long road to get to it. I have to say, my whole life was turned around by all of this. I became my mom's caregiver. I knew I had to be with her as much as I could. I had to be her advocate. I had to be her extra set of ears and eyes. She barely remembers the stuff that went on in those first couple of months. I had to make some really hard decisions. I can't tell you how many times I had to confirm that, yes, my mom has a DNR, and if she goes into cardiac arrest, she doesn't want any CPR. Those were words I didn't want to have to say. Anyway, rambling here. So back to the subject. Through all of this, where is the blessing? Well, for one, I knew I could talk to God about this. I knew I could count on him. Most of all, I knew that although this is not what I wanted for my mom's life, much less my own, that it would all be okay. Whether my mom stayed here with us, here on this earth, or she died and went to heaven, it would be okay. I didn't want my mom to have lymphoma. Of course, I wanted a complete healing, but I do understand that healing isn't always about not dying. The ultimate healing could be her total restoration in heaven. I am so okay with that. 
The biggest blessing that stands out for me is the following. Radiation took away my mom's tumor. She survived the 15 rounds of radiation and it zapped that tumor. No, that isn't the biggest blessing. After her radiation was all over, her white cell count was off. They were concerned that cancer could be in her bone marrow. So yes, they wanted to do a bone marrow biopsy. When I heard that, I cringed. My husband had one, and I remember when my father-in-law had one. They both said it was the most painful thing they ever went through in their life. Well, they never went through childbirth. I wonder if a bone marrow biopsy is more painful than that. Anyway, knowing that this had to be done, we agreed to go ahead with it. My mom trusted my decision, but didn't know what I knew about the pain. We rolled down to the place where this would be done. I had so much anxiety about it, but just kept praying. Funny thing is, I was praying more that mom wouldn't feel any pain than I was praying for the results to be negative. We became very familiar with the people around there, so that brought us some comfort. I remember running into a friend from my old church and asked her to pray. I knew she knew how difficult the procedure was. Then we had the technician, Bob, who knew my mom from some of the other procedures, and he lightened up things. They took my mom in. I went way down the hall because I had a feeling I would hear her cry out. I did not want to hear that. I heard so much of that already, and it was so hard to take anymore. I was in that long hallway, just like you would see in a movie, all by myself, with my hands clenched praying, with my hands clenched together praying. I guess I felt like if I clenched my hands tightly, the prayer would be more effective. I stared at the door to the room where my mom was in. It had a had the big radiation in progress sign and every once in a while the red light above the door would light up. I talked to God so much in that time. It seemed to have taken forever. I even paced up and down. It was so weird because it was mostly just me in that hallway. Only a few people came by. I felt so low I felt so so alone, but I wasn't. My mom probably doesn't remember this at all. She doesn't remember a lot of what happened in those first weeks after her diagnosis. I want her to know, though, that she isn't lucky. No luck in this. She's blessed. Most of all, I am blessed. I'm not blessed because I got a new car, because I got a promotion, or even because I have nice clothing to wear. I am blessed because God answered my prayer. My mom felt absolutely nothing during that bone marrow biopsy. Absolutely nothing. She never had to cry out because she felt no pain. Now, that to me is a miracle. Oh, and the results? Yes, there is a sign of cancer, but insignificant. In fact, they said the cancer would not be the cause of her death when she does die. So, I guess what I want to say is that sometimes it's easy to find blessings when things are going our way. It's easy when we aren't facing opposition. Life doesn't always go our way. It really can be sucky, and sometimes for a long time. This year was sucky for me. A lot happened, and it's still happening, and, that, and, and it's all going against my grain. I will never minimize someone's unfortunate situation by saying that they need to find the blessing in, the, in their adversity.
However, I will say that it sure does help to find them, to look for them. When people say they don't believe in God because they can't see him, I get that. However, I don't have to see him. I know he's there. I have seen the evidence of his presence. Yes, this is what faith and trust in God are. He has his way of revealing himself to me. I don't have to see him to believe in him. He made that possible. Okay, back to present day. So, yes, that was a long blog, but, you know, as I was reading it, this very thing came to my mind. So that was back in 2014. I mean, it was the end of the year, but my dad had died in February of that year. And it was still, I was still in that time where I was still having, um, dealing with my emotional breakdown. But it strikes me how I handled it. This girl who was going through depression and anxiety was given the opportunity to serve God. I was listening to Revive Our Hearts um, a few weeks ago, and Dana Gresh um, was, was talking about um, having a remedy for depression. And, uh, well, this is what she said. She said her and her husband really enjoy watching news magazine style programs. They were viewing one recently that reported on a new experimental way of treating depression. And she said she's not mentioning, um, she goes, I'm not mentioning that to make any conclusive statements about any kind of treatment. But she found one part of the study very provoking, thought provoking. It explained that the particular drug used in the study worked in part by quieting two parts of the brain that talk to each other. Now, these just happen to be the two regions that fire up when we think about, get this, ourselves. When they are silenced, anxiety and depression fade. So in short, she said, let me say that another way. When physicians turned off their patient's obsession with self, the patients found peace. So God gave me a distraction. (laughs) Um, It wasn't something that I really wanted. But, you know, what was going on in my dad's life, uh, God already knew when, when my dad would go to heaven, God already knew that there was cancer in my mom's body. And he knew what I was dealing with. And he knew the remedy for what I was dealing with. Serving him and getting out of self is definitely one of the best remedies for depression. So just thought I'd bring that up. I mean, it's just so amazing how all these things tie together and that I saw that in, uh, in what I wrote. I hope you enjoyed this.